The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome. I'm Kathleen Zeminski. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today I'm talking with Virginia Parsons on how to grow your business with live stream marketing. Plus, stay tuned for my weekly Feng Shui astrology or timing tip. Today I'm going to put myself out on a limb and do a political, nonpartisan astrological analysis of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Trump. I couldn't resist with everything that's here. So first, I'm excited and honored, though, to introduce my week's guest today. And her name is Virginia Parsons. She is the founding director of Shine Hangout Marketing University. She is a veteran money marketing and mindset coach who specializes in hangout and live stream known as the Hangout Mentor. She mentors entrepreneurs to grow a loyal and profitable list and become and become the leading authority in their field using Hangouts Air, video, and live stream broadcasting. She's also the executive producer of an inspirational business women show, a weekly web TV hangout show. Virginia is to make hangout marketing easy, fun, and profitable, so you can reach new heights of visibility, social influence, and success. Wow, Virginia, thanks so much for coming on with us today. I am thrilled to be here, Kathleen. Uh, you know, I love this topic. I'm passionate about it, just like you're passionate. And I'm really anxious to share this with your viewers or your listeners. Thank you. Well, we're, we're, we're happy you're here. But, you know, I actually like to start out my interviews by asking my guests, what do they know about feng shui? Yes, and I do know a little bit, probably just enough to be dangerous. Is that what happens with newbies? Uh, I have had experience with it. At one time, I was working in a model home, and um, it was a post and beam construction home. And uh, we were using it for demonstration purposes. And, and people, we brought a feng shui expert in to just make it even more attractive and more opening and more inviting to people and uh, one of the things I learned there was um, let's see to because it was post and beam it had a lot of beams in it and so they had us put little angles on the edges of the beams where they met at 90 degrees to soften that angle now you can explain more what that's about but uh, a couple little things that I also know is to keep your toilet top or your lid closed <laughs> and to and to take any corners that you have and soften them with furniture or something that takes the sharp angles out of them well that's that's interesting and I, I always 
love your, you know, some of the things that are out there. And, you know, I, you know, my listeners know that I practice classical feng shui, which is incorporating person, space and time, astrology, feng shui and good timing. So, but we do look at tangible things that we can see, the physical space. So looking at, you know, a building with beams, um, yes, we, depending on if they're the sort of artificial ones that are just put up for aesthetics, those really aren't doing too much um, harm to a person. But the ones that are really support beams and, and exposed, we, we do like to not sit under them, but they're really you know, putting angles on them, that's more um, of a different school of thought. Now, the the toilet seat is a very interesting one because it is, it's a very interesting one. I had a young gentleman uh, that was, you know, newly engaged to his fiance and he said, you know, she keeps telling me to keep the toilet seat down because it's bad feng shui, we're going to lose our wealth. And so basically what I said to him, you know, that really is an old wives tell about the toilet seat beating being up but if you really love this woman and want to stay with her it's good manners to put the toilet seat down so there's a differentiation there (laughs) all right well i don't have to be quite as uh diligent about that one then (laughs) right right there you go there you go and it goes in much deeper than that as well but anyway you know virginia why don't we start out with telling us your like big reason why you do what you do Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's sort of an interesting evolutionary story, Kathleen, because I had no idea I was going to end up, you know, being an expert in live stream marketing in particular, you know, my my really wheelhouse is is Hangouts on Air. But uh, it it just came to be. I was a a hypno-coach, which is a combination of a hypnotherapist and life coach for over 25 years and I had a lot of people working with me um, coming long distances to work and work with me in my brick and mortar office and um, I love that work it's just so inspiring and uplifting to help people with inner resistances that oftentimes they don't even know exist and uh, so what happened was that there was a period when my mom who was elderly was is was quite ill And I really felt a deep need to be with her and to support her in her final years. So I was looking for other ways to work with my clients that didn't involve having to be right in the office with me. And um, if you know anything about hypnotherapy, there's a lot of, of clues that are received just by watching somebody, watching their breathing, watching the movements in their body and that sort of thing really requires you to be, you know, in close contact with them. So visual contact was what I was looking for. So I was there. Really, go ahead. No, go, go, go ahead. Finish, yeah. finish your thought. All right. So I was just searching for a way that I could work with clients and also expand beyond my local area, which is very limited, of course. And once I discovered that I could do this kind of coaching on a live stream such as Hangouts on Air and actually I started on Skype but moved to Hangouts on Air just because they were a more robust platform. I realized that suddenly I could be working with people from around the world and not just in my local vicinity here in Reno. Right, right. Okay, good. So why do you believe it's important to embrace live streaming to grow your business in today's day and age? Well, you know, let's look at it five years ago. 
only the big companies had live stream or video conferencing available to them. It's very expensive technology, and it just wasn't available to the average person or business person or entrepreneur. Now, today, it's become one of the hottest growing trends, and it's growing rapidly. You know, it's changing every day, Kathleen, and it's it's now available to everyone. So, it really puts you on an even playing field with all the big boys and big girls out there who are the ones that could only afford it. So it's there are free versions, which are the ones that I use. There are also more and more paid versions out there, but you can just do everything you need to with a, a free version. And the whole point of using it and why I think it's so important that people embrace it in their businesses is that it's the fastest way possible for you to gain expert visibility in your market to really start to become recognized as the go-to expert for what you're good at. And, you know, what I say, if, if people don't know about you, if you're the best kept secret, you can't make a difference in the world. People need to know about you for you to share your passion and have a real impact on other people's lives. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So what, you know, I'm sure you, you know, over over the years of this evolution, there's a lot of things that have come and gone. But, but currently, what are your favorite live streaming platforms? Well, I think I already mentioned that uh, I'm known as the Hangout Mentor, which you mentioned in the introduction. And uh, that story is kind of interesting because um, it only came about because I became so passionate about using Hangouts on Air. And this was as I was trans. Uh, transforming my coaching business and I was talking to people about how powerful this platform is it's totally free you get all this wonderful google juice from it so we say so you get you get increased seo or search engine optimization anytime you use that particular platform so um, I just fell in love with it and in talking about it and sharing it with other people who weren't aware of it they said, well, will you teach me? Will you be my mentor? And that's how I became known as the Hangout Mentor. So obviously, it's my very favorite um, live streaming platform. It used to be um, executed both through YouTube and Google+, but now it is strictly a platform that you use and start through um, YouTube itself. So I love that one. I don't think I will ever turn away from that because it's the most powerful. But there's several others. Would you like yeah. me to share those with you? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because, okay. you know, I, I, you know, we, uh, we do have listeners from around the world, and there might be some other favorites out there that, that might be more accessible to, you know, listeners that aren't here in the U.S. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm not sure which ones are available um, around the world. I know I've done Hangouts on Air with, with my guests from around the world, so I know that they are available. Facebook Live is another one. It's a newer one. I mean, it really only became available um, last year or earlier this spring for the masses. And it's quite easy to use. And I think that if we watch them, that it will become a more and more robust platform than it is now. But it's a very simple live streaming platform. Another one that is becoming very popular. I'm talking to you about free ones, by the way, Kathleen. Sure. And that is Zoom. Um, a lot of people like Zoom. It's quite simple to use. And um, I don't know about that one being available around the world, but I believe it is. Uh, Periscope is another one that is. And it's an easy one to use. And one of the newer ones on the block is a Snapchat. 
it's not my favorite one for my business purposes, but it's growing um, really in popularity, especially with the younger generation. What is Snapchat? Together is, can be used. What is I'm Snapchat? Sorry. Yeah, what is Snapchat in the respect of like you said it wouldn't be for? What's the differentiation of like the Hangouts and Snapchat? Why would you not use that live streaming for? I mean, you said it was for the younger crowd, but why? Well, it's just attracted the younger crowd primarily. And uh, it's fun. People, I think people are more playful on it. Maybe it's a little less business oriented, although I know some people do expand their businesses there. Um, but uh, it's just one of those that is, you know, you, it's, you're up with it. You do stories with it, tell stories. And so it's just not one that I particularly use. So I can't give you a lot of information on it other than what I just shared. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So are there any other ones that you'd like to share? Well, these are the primary ones. There are others that are paid for, like Crowdcast, which is um, one that's I think is really a good platform. But I'm really trying to expand with people what they have available right now at their disposal that they can use that is of no cost. Got it, got it. And just real quick, just um, what inspires you? Like what, what is is something that just inspires you? Well, what inspires me and what I'm passionate about these days is really helping people get the word out about their own passions. Uh, To me, being able to do that in a way that's efficient, uh, cost-effective, and fun, by the way, these live stream platforms can be a lot of fun. There's so many different ways you can use them beyond just for growing and exposing your business. That just happens to be the area that I specialize in, and that's called, you know, live stream marketing. But the platforms themselves are fun to use in so many different ways. Uh, I, I mean, I know when I was up at Lake Tahoe a couple of weeks ago, it was fun to just jump on a Facebook Live and share with uh, friends and family what we were doing up there with our family. So you can have fun with it in a lot of different ways. Okay. Well, thanks so much. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank a new sponsor, Saddler and Company Insurance Broker, Inc. They have a full range of products, including businesses, homes, renters, auto, life, health, and retirement plans. Saddler's dedicated staff can handle all of your insurance needs nationwide. They're happy to do a complimentary insurance review, so reach out to them at www.saddlerinc.com. That's S-A-D. L-E-R-I-N-C dot com. Tune in more for Illuminating Feng Shui. When we come back, I'll be chatting with Virginia Parsons, and we're going to continue to grow your business through live stream marketing. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and we're joined today with Virginia Parsons, and we're talking about how to grow your business with live stream marketing. So she talked a little bit about, you know, some of the platforms, but that may be already intimidating to some of our listeners out there. So what do you tell people that aren't so tech savvy? Can they still use these platforms or is it forget about it? Yeah. Oh, of course they can, Kathleen. I mean, they're really designed for the average person to be able to use. So I always say that if you're feeling a, you're not tech savvy, if you have a phone and you have an Android or an iPhone that you, that you can connect to Facebook, that's probably a great place to start. It's not hard to learn um, because the other thing is that like anything that's new, any any program that you might be using that's new or any technology, it just takes exposure to it and a little bit of practice. So what I suggest that new people do is that they find a friend they can practice with, um, that they learn how to use some of these platforms like Hangouts and Air you can learn to use without ever going public or live to the world. So you can get in there and learn how to use the different tools that are a part of the platform and end up after you've practiced a little bit getting um, something that looks really quality, that looks professional, that will really help brand your business. So the tech-savvy part of it is not that big a deal. After all, (laughs) Kathleen, I'm a grandma. I mean, I figure if I can (laughs) learn how to do this and do it effectively, that really anybody can. So I just want to encourage them to have fun with it, play with it, and think about all the different ways that they might be able to grow their business and get the word out about their passion using live stream. Yeah, and I I absolutely agree with that. I um, am grandma age two, and, you know, who would have thought, you know, a year ago I would even consider doing a radio program or some of the other things that I'm doing, you know, doing videos and, and, you know, uploading them and things like that. It's just, it really, you're absolutely right. It's just, you got to take that first step. So, you know, and I know, you know, someone like you can certainly help coach them along on that. But anyway, so what are some of the tips that you can offer if somebody's camera shy? Because not everybody wants to be on camera. Oh, this is so important. This is probably the most important thing that you can sort of wrap your mind around if you're going to be doing live stream. Because unlike radio, where here we're talking to each other, and I have your picture in front of me, so I'm looking at you, Kathleen, by the way, mm-hmm. while, well, while we're talking, because <laughs> I've always felt it's very important to have eye contact with the people that I'm talking to. So my tips about 
people who might feel a little camera shy is that you really have to develop a relationship with your camera. I know this sounds a little funny, but the camera, when you look at it, you need to start thinking about your camera as one of your best friends. Like you're having a conversation with your very best friend. Well, when you're having conversation with a good friend, you look them in the eye, don't you? That's right. Yeah, so that's what you have to do with the camera. You don't want to be looking away from the camera or down at the computer or down at your phone, depending on what you're broadcasting from. You look at the camera. That's just so critical. And it's a little hard at first because it feels strange. So what I have done uh, with my home computer is I actually have pictures of friends behind my camera so when I'm talking and looking at the camera right behind there are my friends smiling at me and that just makes me feel more at home but the the camera is your connection to your audience it's it's the way you connect and build um, trust and rapport and um, a relationship with the people who are listening to you or viewing you so it's just so critical to think about the camera Not as a scary thing, like, oh, my God, how am I going to look? Am I going to make a fool of myself? No, no, no. Look at the camera and realize that is my best friend. It's my best way of projecting myself to my audience, of being natural and um, putting my best self forward. So you just have to embrace and love your camera. That's the bottom line. Right. And, you know, from a feng shui perspective, I'd also like to talk about, because this is important. Um, this is really important. I mean, your your video camera now has become, you know, your space, if you will, because people are looking into, you know, your world by what's in your background. And I think that is so important. And I've seen time and time again where it's like, People are broadcasting from, you know, a, a spare room that is a junk pile or, you know, just, you know, disheveled, you know, backgrounds behind them or an absence of, you know, just drab backgrounds and, you know, poor lighting and all of that. Not that we're going to go into all of those things, but, you know, how do you feel that the background um, influences the quality of someone's um, you know, video um, projections that they're doing. Yeah, I think, Kathleen, it's really important. And, you know, when I was early in um, learning Hangouts on there and how to best use them, I went and looked at a lot of people's productions, as you would call them, or their broadcasts. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing, the, the array. And I saw so many with just disheveled, like you're talking about, backgrounds that left that subconscious, you know, since I've been a hypnotherapist many years, left a subconscious impression that this person is not at all organized, that um, they, they don't even care much about the way their space looks. So it's important, and you can do things that are very simple. You can, you can um, depending on where you're broadcasting from, of course, if you're with your, with your handheld device, it's easy to move into a location where you've got a nice clean background, maybe just a clean wall, or maybe a beautiful setting outside, especially if that's you know, congruent with who you are and what your passion is. Uh, it's also just very easy to... Um, Put a, a screen behind you. If you've got a mess behind you, which I don't advise, by the way, just from a working mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. But if you've got a mess, you don't need to project that to the world. Put a screen behind you, and that will just encompass you into a really nice, comfortable background. But I agree it's an important part of the visibility process. Yeah. And just kind of one one 
thing I want to add on to that, you know, the background is obviously going to brand you and that what you're going to be thinking about, you know, projecting to the world. But yeah, from a feng shui perspective as well, we do not, you know, just have to keep in mind that feng shui doesn't really hide from your junk. So even though you put a screen in front of it, it's still there and can affect your outcome. So, you know, we want to keep some sense of, of you know, stability in that space as well. But, you know, you're absolutely right. Just let's let's see where we can, you know, level up. I mean, that's what, you know, the purpose of this program is, is bringing this content so people can have a better chance at that. So, okay, you, you talked about um, this a little bit, but do you have any advice for um, live streaming newbies to, to get started? I do. I really think at this point in time, probably the, the best place to start is with Facebook Live. It's a new platform. It's still evolving. It's still sometimes a little quirky, but that's okay because it's really easy to use. All you have to do is, um, of course, with your phone, your iPhone, or your Android, you just have to sign into Facebook and start to make a post. And as you're making the post, you're just going to do an update and describe or type down what you're going to be talking about to get people's interest. And then just go ahead and click on live. And it's you have really that easy. And you have to do that through a mobile device, correct? You can't do that from your desktop. That is right at this point. Although there are some programs that's getting much more sophisticated and techy, but there are some programs where you can do it um, through your desktop. But I'm talking about a newbie getting started. Right. So it's just their phone. Find a yep. great background. And you know the other thing I suggest to people is you're, if you're afraid to go in front of the camera to start with, you could also just. Um, go live and broadcast the beautiful scene that you're, you're going to be talking about, where you are, what the event is. So you don't necessarily have your face on the camera to start with. Although, in my opinion, you got to get comfortable with that. So you need yeah. to learn maybe how to switch back and forth from mm-hmm. the camera facing you to the camera facing away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and those are baby steps. So those yeah. are, you know, good. Honestly, I've never tried um, the, the Facebook, um, uh, live is, you know, either, but maybe that's, you know, that's going to be something that that's going to be on my to-do list so, coming up very, very shortly. <laughs> well, and the so. nice thing is when you do Facebook Live to be with, it's just going to go out to your friends, you know, that you have mm-hmm. friended. And so they're going to be the ones to say, oh, I think I'll just get on and see what she has to say. You know, that's a friend of mine. And right. so then you have an opportunity to encourage some engagement, ask a few questions of your friends. And it's just a great way to get started. It's, again, like having a conversation with your friend. And But this is like a monologue kind of thing. It would be me talking to... It's not interactive. Like, it's not like a hangout where I can invite people in and talk back and forth. It's me me giving a broadcast. Correct. It's not interactive that way. However, it can be very interactive because the... they can the be conversation, posted. right, right, right. Yeah, Ooh, that's exciting. I know so many people are using it, and I haven't, I haven't, I haven't jumped into that one yet. But, but I, I know I will. So we just have um, about a minute and a half here. So, what kind of um, mistakes do you think beginners make? You know, they want to jump into this, but you know, they're finding. You know, let's let's see if we can eliminate some of the things that they might be doing if they had done a little bit differently. With your advice. Well, let's start with, first of all, you know, the mistakes are good because you learn from them. 
So it's okay to make mistakes. Don't take yourself too seriously. I remember the first time that I was uh, broadcasting and I was doing a hangout and I was broadcasting it out publicly. So, you know, in my opinion, I was broadcasting to the world, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But in essence, there were only a couple of viewers, <laughs> you know, when you be when you get started. So, so don't take yourself too seriously. Have some fun with it. So that's going to help you not worry too much when you do make a mistake. But the first thing I would say is what I already mentioned earlier is look into the lens of the camera, whether it's on your phone or it's on your computer. And uh, also check your your speed. If you don't have good in, good connection on your phone, or if you don't have enough bandwidth, I tell people I like to see with Hangouts. Love it if you have more than ten what are called ten Mbps's, uh, and that makes sure you've got adequate bandwidth. Because if you don't have bandwidth, you're going to cut in and out both with your audio and your video, and that makes for um, you know a less desirable. Uh, production and people are not going to be as apt to want to watch it. So, you know, that's really important. Also, good audio is important. If you're if you're doing something from your cell phone, that's fine. Usually you've got a good enough mic, but if it's really noisy in the background, you might want to put a lapel mic on or um, plug into your, you know, a headset and a mic. That makes it so much easier for people to hear. And I say with people who are broadcasting from um, a laptop or a computer, really uh, a USB plugged in mic is preferable to using a mic and speaker that's built into your computer. So those are some of the things that they can do so they don't have the mistakes of bad audio, bad video. Uh, another thing that, that people don't do correctly is position themselves in the camera in the right way. Sometimes, you know, their their head's chopped off at the neck. So you need to think about making sure that you do fill the camera, that the top of your head is, a, you know, a, a little bit below the top of the screen, and that it doesn't look like your neck is getting chopped off where the screen is at the bottom. I think that's really important. Yeah. And the last mistake I think people make that they can they can correct right, right away is just, just to relax, be themselves, and smile when they're talking. Um, I'm not saying be fake. I'm just saying that if you let a smile naturally come out, it's going to project energy that is much more enthusiastic, warm, and inviting to your audience than if you're worried too much about how you look. So most of all, be yourself. That would that would help you overcome any other mistakes that might come along because the audience can and will respect you for that. Absolutely. Those are all really great tips and hope hope um, our listeners were jotting some of those down because those that's a real good checklist just to, you know, implement those right away. But we're going to take a short break right now. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about live stream marketing with Virginia Parsons. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. 
Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. I'm chatting with Virginia Parsons, and we're talking about live stream marketing. It's, to me, a very interesting uh, topic because it's ever-evolving. And uh, last segment, we talked about, you know, some of the mistakes beginners can make, and she gave us some really great tips on that. But let's take this just a little step further. What are some of the things that you would say they can avoid mistakes to have a better outcome with their live stream marketing? Well, I'm, to do this, I'm going to give you a little story because it's kind of interesting when we talk about avoiding things. Um, I had uh, one person that I was interviewing for my inspirational businesswoman show, very bright woman and, um, and quite tech savvy, but she had a computer, unfortunately, that tended to overheat. And um, I had her raise the uh, computer up because it was a laptop and she was sort of looking down at the lens and it doesn't feel good to the audience to have you looking down at the lens. So I had her raise her her laptop up and she put it up on a great big um, phone book. (laughs) Mm. Well, her computer shut down from overheating in the middle of the interview. And so there's a mistake that you can avoid if you have to raise your laptop, which oftentimes I suggest people do if they're using something like um, uh, Hangout on Air or Zoom. And that's just to get you at eye level so that you look like you're looking at your audience and not looking down at your audience. Uh, Make sure that you put enough air circulation underneath your computer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a couple other things that I just say if you want to avoid the mistakes is just practice. It's really that simple. When I first started, I was nervous and, um, you know, really, I felt, oh, my God, am I going to make a mistake? And then I finally just relaxed and said, it really doesn't matter if you make a mistake. Practice. That's how you avoid in the long run, making mistakes. And that's how you become a professional. That's really how you project yourself professionally so that you really can brand your business effectively. So also you can do uh, private ones 
that um, on Hangouts and Air in particular, which you know is still my preferred platform, and no one else is going to see it. So you could record it, you could practice, you could have a friend come on with you and you could practice, record it and review it. And that way you get a sense of, you know, how can you improve? And um, finally, again, always think about getting coached. That's what I do for people. And um, laugh at yourself. Don't take yourself too seriously because it is a wonderful medium just to express yourself naturally. So don't take yourself too seriously. Be lighthearted and your audience will enjoy it more. Yeah. And, you know, just to add on to that, I, I you know, I hope everyone that's listening is at least striving to be an expert in their field. And, you know, you know, there are the few people that were born natural, you know, whatever they're doing, they can just do naturally without any effort whatsoever. But that's a very small majority. So when you think about, you know, how much effort you put into your own career path that you've chosen, and then you're taking this platform of live marketing streaming, because we have to market our business if we want clients, right? We, you know, the, you know, you just can't um, expect to put up the shingle, especially virtually these days, and not and expect to get somebody to knock on or open open the door. So, you know, just taking a little bit of effort, uh, you know, as you said, and and get coaching if you need it. That's that's great advice. That's great advice. So, what are what are your favorite strategies to make money? Now, this is where I think it's going to get very interesting because this is a slippery slope you don't want to be you know slamming your audience all the time with buy 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 this buy that buy that that's the worst way that you can market on on the internet um so what are what are some better strategies yes and you're so right you you want to always be thinking about providing valuable content and again the reason you want to get into doing live streaming is because it's the fastest way not only to create content it's the fastest way for people to get to know trust and like you and want to do business with you so that's why it's worth taking the time and practicing to get more proficient and comfortable with the technology so that it goes into the background and you can do what you do best so you know i've put together um a training, uh, 17 different ways that you can monetize live stream. And uh, I'm just think are great for, for beginners. Most everybody in business is in some way a coach or a consultant. In some way, they're assisting other people in solutions, in providing solutions, solving problems. So it's my favorite use for monetizing the use of live stream. For me, it allowed me to let go of my brick and mortar office. I didn't have those payments anymore. Hmm. And instead, be able to work and coach with people from around the world. So there's numerous ways that you can coach. You can coach private one-on-one. You can keep the, um, the live stream just privately between you and the person that you're working with. You can coach with groups. Uh, You can do trainings where you have different levels of um, entry. In other words, some people could be at a higher level where they get more access to you on the live stream, such as in a hangout. They could actually come inside the live stream and ask questions, coached live, whereas other people at a different level would be able to watch, but they wouldn't be able to participate. Still much better than using a webinar for that sort of thing where you don't have that connection and that visual ability to relate with one another so coaching is my number one um, group private and public and another one that's very important to me is creating courses 
very very often people in the entrepreneurial business area are creating some kind of training whether it's a training for you know a small group or you're training for something that you want to create and end up with an evergreen um, program that you can put out there digitally the fastest way to produce a program like that is with a hangout on air or other forms of live stream broadcasting I like the hangouts because I can keep them private or unlisted that is not available with something like Facebook live or, or Periscope as an example so hangouts to me offer the best way to monetize and selectively decide who's going to be able to view it the last thing I would say that's a, a really a nice, easy thing to do, you can start out doing a series of what I call quick tips. I have my Hangout Mentor quick tips. Uh, I was working with a man who is a um, works in weight loss, and he was putting out metabolic quick tips. And there's so many different ways you can get quick tips out there. Put them into a series, charge for them, and from that, repurpose them and create a book from the quick tips that you've created or anything else that you use in live stream broadcasting. Mm -hmm. So those are just a few of the 17 ways that I have that you can use Hangouts on Air or other forms of live stream broadcasting Mm -hmm. to make money. Yeah, and leverage, leverage, leverage. That's the key there. So that's leverage. really good. Yeah. yeah. So you have you, Virginia. You actually have a really nice free gift for our listeners today who want to um, know a little bit more about you. Can you tell us about it and and how they can find you? Yes, um, I love to share this. This is something I created. Um, gosh, almost two years ago now. So it was strictly at the time about Hangouts on Air, but because so much has evolved in the last two years, everything that is in this applies to all the new forms of live stream broadcasting. And so what it's called is my um, Tri-Pack Five Top Strategies to Make Money with Hangouts. But again, you can relate it to the other live stream platforms. So the Tri-Pack includes a video and it is the, the five different ways. I go into depth on the five different ways that you can use Hangouts to make money. It also provides you with an ebook. So I've taken, and this is an example where I took the Hangouts that I broadcast and turned them into an ebook so that you can read through it, highlight it, take notes. And finally, it has a template. And the template is really taking you step by step in how you can build your marketing funnel so that you can use the different programs that you have using live stream platform and put them into your marketing funnel. So it's very helpful to use it. And where people can get this is to go simply to www.hangoutincome.com. Hangoutincome.com. Let me spell that. H A N G O U T I N C O M E dot com. So that's hangoutincome.com. I actually went on your site uh, the other day and it really does look like a, a pretty good, I, you know, I actually have some of the, the materials already arriving in my box and I can't wait to dive into them and start using them myself because, you know, we live in a digital world and, and the, I think this really like takes down the veil also of having just, you're talking into a screen. You actually are talking to people and connecting with your tribe and community. So um, it's yeah, well there's, worth. There's yeah. just nothing more important than building yeah. a relationship and the live stream is truly the fastest way to build relationships. 
Yeah. And, you know, we live in a global world right now. And that's one of the beauties of what, you know, the economy, the global economy we live in that, you know, we're not just not just our, you know, local communities where we drive into our office or, you know, the general vicinity. It's gotten much bigger than that. So it's really helpful. And I'm so excited that, you know, I think everything that you told us, with the exception of the one part where I actually asked you, but the things that you use on a day-to-day basis are predominantly free of charge, right? Absolutely. And there's yeah. that's why I say there's really no reason for most yeah. people to have to go out and look for something that's costly when this is available to you. Right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'm going to give you my weekly tip, which is a political astrology analysis of Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump, who will win, at least on paper. Come right back and find out. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network highly successful people know that timing is everything kathleen zamansky's time blazer business management system taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success the time blazer decodes ancient chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time whether it's about business career education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it? When you were born with a unique birth map, for your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. The time always goes by so fast, Virginia. Is there any last thoughts that you would like to leave our listeners with? Oh, thank you. First of all, Kathleen, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. And and I just want to encourage any of the, your listeners out there to really just take the plunge. Just choose one of those live stream platforms, explore it, and get out there. Because there's never been a better time. There's never been a time this easy to get the word out about who you are, what your passion is, and how you can help transform someone else's life with your trust, with your passion, using live stream. So just get out there, get wet, and do it. Awesome. Well, thank you for stopping by today. We really do appreciate it. And if you want to hang out um, for the rest of the broadcast, please do. So, okay. 
Now it's time for my weekly feng shui astrology and auspicious timing tip. And today it's actually going to be more of an editorial. I thought I would tackle the U.S. contentious presidential campaign from a different perspective by looking at both candidates' astrology to see what they look like on paper. So I'm going to be very nonpartisan. This is just like I'm having two compatibility charts that I would do for HR uh, companies of looking at, you know, um, how these... how these people would, you know, show up in any particular job that they were intended to be hired for. So an astrology chart reveals many things about a person. So this is going to be a quick look, obviously, of the year of the fire monkey. This is the year that the election is being held and how this influences these candidates. So the year of birth is about a candidate's reputation, how they're perceived as running our country and the world, if you will, the foreign policy. And then even on a personal note, how their health is going to be holding up over um, over the course of time here. So ladies first, let's start with Hillary Clinton. She was born a yin fire pig year. And this pillar is very charismatic. But in 2016... The fire monkey and the pig, we have um, a relationship that's quite unsympathetic. So her reputation, for example, was uh, damaged by the Benghazi email scandal, talks about the Clinton Foundation and all the supposedly, you know, shady things that were happening there, uh, you know, she was accused of. And then her health, of course, has been in the spotlight for, you know, you know, much of the time, but most recently the, the pneumonia outbreak. And then her stamina was was um, challenged by her opponent. So in addition, Hillary's current 10-year luck cycle, so I'm looking at all different um, places within the chart, she's in a cycle of the pig. And when we put two of these animals together, she's a year of the pig in a, in a pig luck cycle, this is considered self-sabotaging energy and it is happening with her reputation and health. So maybe pushing it a little bit too hard, et cetera, is what we mean by that. Now, Trump, on the other hand, is a yang fire dog year. So this is a very bold, um, hardcore alpha dog type. It's not a little puppy, sweet little puppy. It's really a strong, strong animal. And he's always been known for his outspoken communication and, and uh, behavior, if you will. So Donald is predominantly fire and earth, and he has both of these elements, fire and earth, throughout his entire natal chart, year, month, day, and hour. So the fire to him is what's called a resource element. And in astrology, that makes him very, very strong and robust. So this is from the health perspective. You know, he's just, he's got that vitality, if you will. So earth, by the way, is great for real estate. And that's what he's his fortune on throughout his life. So year of birth, we're going to give that one to Trump. Um, The month of birth is what they are best suited at. So that's character, uh, you know, also his character, their characters and ambitions. So Hillary was born in a yang metal dog month. So plain and simple, she is one strong iron lady. That iron of the yang metal uh, is just a very, very hard, um, you know, straightforward, if you will. She's all about systems, cutting to the chase, and, you know, really getting those things done. Now, Donald is um, a yang wood horse. And this is about making connections and growth in the job sector. So month of birth is a tie. 
both equally good qualities to have as our president. Now, the day of birth is pretty interesting for both of them. It's about partnerships, especially husband and wife relationships. And so this is going to affect also, you know, they're in the spotlight all across the board, right? So how well they're going to get along with others as well. So Hillary was born in the day of a Yang fire tiger. Now, this is a clash with the fire monkey year. So there's probably a bit of friction there. And the best solution would be to distance themselves uh, to keep the peace between her and Bill, if you will. Um, But I'm sure campaigning for the last couple of years handles this one. They probably haven't been spending a lot of quality time together. Now, Trump, on the other hand, was born a yin earth uh, goat day. So this is probably a softer side of him, but he doesn't escape some marital issues either. In his current luck cycle, these are again 10-year cycles, he has a direct clash with Melania until 20 22 plus there's a bit of additional unstable energy there's some terminology uh, just beyond the scope of the the program today so both candidates have challenging spousal partnerships so there's a no win for either of them zero points for the candidates on their day of birth Okay, so now the hour of birth is about their life purpose and income. Hillary was born during a Yang fire dragon hour. This is a very strong uh, pillar again. She does have what's called inner clash with the month of the dog and the hour of the dragon. And it's certain she will see at least one or more major disruptions in her life. We've seen several played out over the course of um, what since we've known them in politics. And most likely in 2017 of the fire rooster, we're going to see some major evident, um, you know, evidential happening in her life as well. Now, Donald was born in the hour of the yin fire snake. Monkey and snakes have a unique love-hate relationship. They get along very well, but there's also a destructive behavior that comes along with this. So either way, you know, their his dream job of becoming the president of the United States could actually be in um, in his reach at least on paper. So Trump leads um, on the hour pillar. So a couple of their notes, the most negative energy in 2016 fire monkey, I've been talking about it um, all year long, is the northeast sector of buildings. Well, this holds true for geographic locations as well. So where's the White House located? It is located in the um in the area of the northeast part of the United States. So the new candidate will be moving into the White House during a monkey year because the monkey year lasts all the way through February 3rd, 2017, which could mean our newly appointed post could have a rocky start here. So then we have uh, the election day on November 8th, 2016. It's a wood horse day. It's a very excellent risk reward day. So very good for, you know, running for something and hoping you win that kind of thing, but it may come right down to the wire. So the wood horse is considered a self-sabotaging energy to Trump's career, but the horse brings a fire combination to Hillary's tiger and dog in her chart, which gives her more strength for the day, which she really is going to, going to need. So the election day of November 8th favors Hillary Clinton. So it looks like, what's happening in the polls is happening in their astrology as well. Both candidates have a 50-50 chance of winning. So what can you do to skew those results? I once attended a seminar by spiritual guru, Dr. David Hawkins, and he said during the 2004 election of Bush and Kerry that um, who here thinks that the election matters? And there were very few people that raised their hand. They didn't think their vote counted. Well, he said, every action that you take really does matter. Otherwise, why are you walking around the airport 
in a U.S. airport anyway, barefoot. So your actions do matter. So in reality, there's a lot riding on this election. And no matter what either candidate look like, looks like on paper, your vote matters. So if you are a U.S. citizen, it would be more than good karma points if you go out during this election and vote. So if you want to see a little bit more about this with the charts actually being um, viewed, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Kathleen Zemanski, and look under Feng Shui Fridays, and you're going to see the um, the astrology charts of the candidates. So that's it for today. Thanks for taking a pause out of your busy day to listen. Tune in next week for another exciting episode on illuminating feng shui. And until next week, may good chief fellow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. <laughs>